0: A legendary name in hardcore supplementation. Iron Mag Labs. 100% original, patent-pending Andro compound, The most effective, hardcore, groundbreaking bodybuilding supplements in the world. In the world. Iron Mag Labs. Revolutionizing hardcore supplementation for more than a decade. Visit
1: IronMagLabs.com IronMagLabs.com
0: To central bodybuilding i am your host jeff roberts and i'm here as always with my co-host matt wyke what's going on matt it's valentine's day
1: at, at least the day that we're recording right
0: it is valentine's day when you guys hear this it's probably going to be a couple days after valentine's day but it is valentine's day today as we're recording um yeah we both got some uh we're doing it earlier in the day than than normal just because it's Valentine's Day and uh I think our wives would be pretty distraught if we recorded it 7:30 <laughs> at night.
1: Yeah, it'll it probably be our last Valentine's Day yeah, together.
0: <laughs> it kind of fucked everything over
1: for a 1-hour podcast, yeah. Yeah. But
0: so we're doing a little bit of early and we thought we would because it's Valentine's Day, we thought maybe we would discuss some Valentine ask things in the industry, um, just, you know, r- relationship type things. Um, uh, in other words, uh, relationships that we've seen in the industry, um, maybe things that have gone relationships that have gone sour in the industry. Uh, and also like our opinions on relationships in the industry in general, like what it, if it's a good idea to date someone who's in the industry, if you're in the industry, and so on and so forth. Um, but, like, first of all, there are actually a lot of relationships in our industry. And it's kind of funny how... To me, it's funny how everyone knows about them. Like, I guess... I don't know. I feel like if I was... Like, let's say I if I was, like... Like you said, um... Let's say Steve and Amanda... Steve Kuklo and Amanda, um, Latona. Right. I think right. if I, if I were them, I mean, I just feel like it would be very easy to keep that from the industry, but I feel like as soon as they started dating, it's like announced. And sh- I don't know. It's like, sometimes I feel like the the people in our industry who date each other think they're celebrities or something and they have to like tell everyone for like, I don't know. It, it's strange to me that that like you and I know that, you know, Steve Cook and Courtney King are it's like why I don't know I don't understand why we would know that. It's not like you have to grope each other at an expo or you know what I mean? I just feel like it'd be easy to um hide that. Uh not even hide it, just not make it so obvious. But for some reason people like to put that out there. And um I think I feel like in our industry in particular, just because there's no real benefit to it. I mean if you're you know, if you're Adam Sandler and somebody, you know, it's different because it's like a whole another level of media coverage and paparazzi and everything. When you're dating, it's like more, it's a, it's like a big deal. Date couples in Hollywood is like, it's like people live for that shit for some ungodly reason. But in bodybuilding or fitness, nobody really cares about that so much. So like, Making it so public and and like addressing it all the time is I don't know it's kind of strange to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously you have Branch and Trish. They've they've been married for a while now, and they have um, a baby. Or, or I, I can't even. I wonder how old the the kid is now. I don't even know, but I mean, they they kind of almost probably like three. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's been a while that they've Faith. been together. Yes, Faith is her name, <laughs> and uh, I mean it's. I just don't understand, you know, why everyone needs to feel so open about it. I mean, I understand that there are some things that go on behind the scenes of of the industry, and and people want to make sure that you know they understand that they're off limits. They're taken. They're dating somebody, but. I mean, it's it's a different level. I mean, when you're a celebrity, you know, everybody gossips. They want to know what they're doing. We see them in movies and all this stuff. It's it's a bigger picture. It's it's mass media type of stuff where, you know, our little niche of the industry, I don't think anybody really cares who's dating who. I mean, yeah, it's cool to see Branch and Trish together for a while, um, you know, Steve and Courtney, uh, Amanda and Steve. Um, Obviously, you had Kelly and Titus who are in jail. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a different story. Guy
1: Cisternino
0: and uh, Bethany
1: Cisternino, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's there's a lot, and you know, we're gonna get into our take on, you know, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Um, and again, you know, this is this is totally our opinion, and our opinion only. I mean, you guys obviously can form your your own opinions as to what you think, but. I mean I'm I'm kind of on the fence. You know, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I mean, overall, I I agree. I don't think they should put their their personal business and their personal lives out there. Um I just don't think that there's a need yeah. for it. I don't I think mean, there's what, any What are I you looking for? Yeah.
0: I don't see any like I can't think of anything positive that would come of that, but I can think of a whole bunch of negative shit that could come of that. Like as a competitor, let's say Let's say like, you know, Sean Roden started dating um I don't even know the girl. Let's say he started dating uh <laughs> I don't know the female side that well. Someone that would date Sean Roden.
1: But you know, well, even we could, like- we could start a we could start a, a rumor mill. Uh he was just in a photo with that chick from Pro Subs, uh, because Sean just signed with ProSubs. Uh, yeah, man, what's what's her name? Um Fuck, I have oh, no idea. Oh shoot, I can't think of her name. But we should we should start a rumor mill um, that they're dating because they the, I and... can't think
0: of her name. Like I really like her, but I can't think of her name. Uh, ah, I don't want to ask you; I'm going to look like an idiot. The Brazilian girl who always wins the fitness, Oxana Grishina. Like let's oh, yeah. say, let's say that those two just started dating. So I don't see a. I don't see any benefit to saying that. Like there's no. There's no upside to, to letting everyone know about that i mean i guess you I could mean, say so marketing. you know they're they're off limits but it's like yeah i guess but I mean, yeah i guess marketing if they're going to use it for that although i mean you could say like t- phil
1: phil and oxana like if they were dating obviously you have two olympian champ olympia champions that are you know dating i mean okay phil phil's off off the market right now and nox might be as well um yeah right but- phil's,
0: phil's not off the market come on
1: <laughs> you see that young girl he's with. Stop it.
0: <laughs> they should well, they, if if they did if they did date they should reproduce immediately because that'd be a freak <laughs> of nature. I said that to Lee Priest because he was married to um it's kind of the same exact oh, thing. There's another one. Yeah. Lee, Lee was married to um I can't think of these girls' names right now. He was married to uh, Kathy Lay from SWA, yeah. but that's the bodybuilder. Yeah. But more importantly, he was um he was married to. The all-time fitness queen, um, who who is oh, she?
1: Um, she? She oh, has
0: shoot. she has like ten fitness Olympias or whatever. Oh, um,
1: yeah, she uh, she lives in Texas. Uh, yeah, oh, crap. I uh, just I just I like
0: wrote her name down before the show because I wanted to bring it up and now I can't I can't fucking think of her name. Um, I, everyone, whoever's the, the the people who are listening are probably screaming her name like, oh, it's so and so. I want to say Amanda Latona, but that's like not nah, the right that's not uh, the right name. Um, it was um, oh my God, Lee Priest and um, cause yeah, he he told me so many stories about that relationship too, um.
1: I I, I can Adela Garcia, Adela Garcia, fuck oh yeah. So we're gonna get so much hate for that. <laughs> kid, can you? I know, Adela
0: Garcia is great, like she's the bomb. But can you imagine a child that has Lee Priest for a father and Adela Garcia for a mother? Like man. Like, you get everything, like, I'm pretty sure it's pretty well documented that if you have a, if you have, like, a heavy mix of nationalities, you're more likely to be a genetic freak of some kind. So, you have, like, all different nationalities there. Like, they're not even close. And then you have the fact that they're both freaks in general. Like, Lee Priest, you could argue Lee Priest has the best genetics in bodybuilding history, if you really know his story. And then Adela, like, come on, Adela's Adela. She was smoking all these girls at, like, later in her, like, late 30s and shit. So I always said to him, I'm like, man, you guys should have had a kid. Like, I know it didn't work out, but that kid would be a fucking freak. But who knows? Maybe not. They could be a – you know, the kid could be a pud for all we know. But well,
1: here's something. Not, not hard to, to go imagine. sideways, and, and you might um, not know the details yet, but last we spoke, and we talked about it on on the air – how how is Lee doing? Did did they schedule anything yet for him for for his surgery? Yeah, I mean, it's not um
0: it is scheduled to be done in Brazil by some elite Brazilian surgeon um but he he's basically at this point I it sounds like he's on like a waiting list. So okay. um he did put out kind of a press release a few days ago, maybe a week ago, how he's he's essentially done training. Um, he said he's for just going to, for now, he said he's going to do cardio. He's going to trim it up. He's just going to see, you know, he's just going to go with the flow, but training with the one bad arm shoulder pack is just, it, it's, it's like m- miserable because although he's in the gym training, he's not really, it's, it's nowhere close to what he, he wants to do. So it's, it's almost, I guess he feels it would be better to not train. Uh, so yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna take a little leave of absence from the gym and everything, which I I don't think is a bad idea. I mean, he's, he's Lee priest. I'm sure he could put, even if he loses, even if he gets down to 150 pounds, he could be 200 again in two months, probably. So, um, assuming the surgery, I don't see personally, I don't think he has a lot of faith in the surgery only because the first surgery completely didn't work. I mean, the The goal is to have the surgery and then have the nerve grow back, so that you have feeling and stuff again. You can start firing those muscles and build them back and everything. the The nerve didn't grow a single fucking millimeter. It didn't like the surgery totally didn't work. So, wow. what that's what he found out when he went to this Brazilian surgeon. So that was obviously upsetting because he spent like eight months or nine months or maybe longer you know, nursing this thing, hoping it was growing back when in reality it wasn't growing at all. So, you know, now he's gonna go to this Brazilian guy, and if th- he can fix it, uh, I'm sure Lee will be back in the gym and back uh maybe even maybe we'll even compete again. Uh but you know, it's it's been out he's been out now for a long time, like almost it's gotta be close to two years now. He's had this busted shoulder. Um so who knows? I mean, I I tend to think I, I, I hearken back to guys like Frank McGrath who got in the car accident and should have been dead and broke every bone in his body and now he's a good bodybuilder or or a Flex Wheeler who sh- was told he'd never walk again and fucking almost beat Ronnie at the Olympia after yeah. his car accident Like I think when you're a guy like Lee Priest I don't think normal or look at Branch Warren coming back from a quad tear in 6 months and winning the Arnold I don't think normal medical rules apply to elite bodybuilders they're just different i mean nobody i don't know i just don't i don't think that you could say well most people recover this fast or have this chance of recovery with a guy like lee priest i think it's a whole different ball of wax when you're talking about a guy with that type of genetic um i don't know if it's if there's carryover like just because he's a genetic freak building muscle and and athletically that you're he's going to be able to recover but it seems to be it seems to be related because we see guys a lot of times in our industry make comebacks and stuff that are just um astonished doctors and it's just it's a it's a crazy thing like you know those two guys are the ones that pop out in my head the the greatest uh frank and um flex but uh, I, i just don't I find it hard to believe that if the surgeon says, oh yeah, we're going to do this surgery, it's a 50% chance you'll have full mobility and feeling again. I feel like if you're dealing with Lee Priest, that 50% is probably more like 80. You know, I don't yeah. know. I could be totally wrong, but I, I it's hard for me to believe that if Lee and I had the same injury and got the same surgery, that his wouldn't like work better. I just feel like everything else in his body works better. Why wouldn't that? You know? So, I don't know. But you know, hopefully um a lot of people were kind of depressed about that that post he made, but I don't I mean, he's not saying he's done for good. He's saying he's done for good assuming the shoulder never gets better, but the shoulder could get better, so we might see Lee uh in the gym again, but uh yeah, that's the story on that. But anyways, um back to our relationship uh stuff. It it's also interesting to note that relationships have also like destroyed bodybuilding careers. You think about guys like um you mentioned Craig Titus, that was relationship driven. Um his wife and their little mistress there. Uh who else? Um Silvio. Silvio had a domestic problem. He uh, apparently he beat up his wife and you know, he went to prison for 5 years or whatever. In fact, he should be out now. I wonder what he's doing. Um you could, so, you could
1: say uh, Rich Gaspari and Liz. Right, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, they were like the big tag team in, in the supplement industry, at least. And then that that really got ugly when they split.
0: Yeah, Sergio uh, Sr., he got... Was it Sergio? Yeah, it was Sergio. He got shot by his wife um, and, and, and shit like that during a domestic dispute. I'm pretty positive that was Sergio. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of... Uh, relationships are something that are like they're they're they have unbelievable power and people i don't know that people realize that you know that the the power that a relationship can have to be good for you or bad for you i mean they can completely destroy you or they can make you significantly better at everything you do and more productive you know so it's kind of like choose carefully people you know i just you know to, to destroy a bodybuilding career because you feel like you need to punch your wife in the face like what the fuck like I don't I, I can't even relate to that to be honest with you I just do not understand uh if if there's anyone in this world that I would ever want to punch in the face, I wouldn't marry them or live with them <laughs> or at, like f- I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm weird but if there's anyone who I feel like I would ever punch in the face, I would not be around them by my own decision, like, I don't know. I mean, think about it, Jesus. I I, I just don't understand that shit,
1: but Well, well, let's do this. If, if you had the choice and, and obviously both of us are, are married. So if, if you were not married currently and, and you were not with your wife, would you personally choose to date somebody in the industry or outside of the industry and why? I would choose outside of the industry. Um,
0: I mean, it's it's kind of like, you're, I guess you're like, I'm trying to, I'm, I guess you're like, I don't know, you kind of like the heart and brain thing. Like, one of them wants you to pick the industry, because you're into the industry, and we have stuff in common, and this and that, and, it, but I, I've, I've experienced it in my own life, being with girls who are like, hardcore, like train six days a week full six pack like like that type of thing and and then girls where they're like who well, are like normal girls like they may be in shape or whatever but they're not like hardcore they have you know chicken fingers and you know they're, they're more quote normal they're into other things like my wife is into psychology and uh nursing and stuff like that she's not into fitness uh like girls i have been with have been And I found that because I'm into fitness, like I'm not into it quite like I used to be. Um, and we're going to touch on that a little bit, but I mean, I'm still, I still eat a certain way. I still schedule stuff a certain way just because of it a little bit. And, um, it's on my mind a lot. What I found was when you're with someone who's in the industry and really into it, it's too much. It's too much carbs, it's too much training, it's too much squatting, it's too much, it, it's it's just too much of that shit, and I found that you almost start to get sick of it, because you, you need a balance, and if you guys are, it's the same thing with, I think anything, I mean this is just me, as you just said, but I don't know that if you're an astrophysicist, you should date another astrophysicist. That's what they. That's what people are gonna think. Oh, I'm a, I'm a quote genius. Um, just because you're an astrophysicist, by the way, does not make you a genius in any way, shape, or form. Just gonna throw that out there. Good at one thing. But if you, it, it, you think, oh, I'm gonna get with the same type of person. I think that might be like a little too much. It's almost like if you get with someone who's too much like you. You're just getting more of your own traits. And it and it's like there's no buffering of your bad traits. And I think when you are with someone who has a little bit different, um, not personality, because I think a personality has to be similar, but when you're with someone who has different interests and passions, it's like you can come home from the gym and listen to your wife talk about whatever she's into you know and, it, and it's like relieves you of this fitness burden where if you come home from the like I don't know that's just that's my experience like it it becomes too much of one thing and and you just like oh man I don't I don't want to you know I don't want to fucking. It. it's like it's like forming a football team with all defensive players and no offensive players like you can't just have a, a a loaded defense with no offense. I just feel like you you need that balance. Um so to me it's important to be with someone who is a who has a similar personality but different passions so that there's not it's not cuz what I found with being with a girl who's really hardcore into fitness and shit and nutrition inevitably 90% of our conversations like were like steer in like steered in that direction, you know. Like we would talk about working out and shit way too much. Like it was like and an where whereas a normal girl who just who isn't into working out maybe works out but is into other stuff, they're gonna want to talk about other things. They're not gonna let you talk about fucking carbs and squatting all fucking day. They're gonna be like, shut up about that, you know. And I think that's a good thing because it keeps you grounded and it keeps you like reasonable. And it I think you lose you kind of lose track of reality when you are like, I'm like Steve cook and Courtney King. Like that relationship to me seems like, I feel like I don't know those two people at all, but I feel like they, they're probably like completely, I feel like those two in that relationship, that relationship lasts several years will be completely like tainted from reality. Like I feel like those two in their positions being so similar, That relationship's going to make them, like, just feel... I don't know. I just feel like bad things happen when there's too much of one thing going on in a relationship. You lose sight of everything else, and you start thinking, like, just about that crap. And uh, that's my take on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I have the same feelings. I mean, you need balance, and I think that's the biggest thing. And when I think about competitors that are together it it almost makes me wonder is there a point where they try and compete against each other yep and then that that could cause some friction i mean look at look at steve cook and and courtney king now i'm not saying one is better than the other uh but obviously if you look at their track record steve really hasn't done anything spectacular other than you know growing social media and growing his personal brand and yes he's he's done some competitions but Let's face it. I mean, Courtney's winning the the Olympia. I mean, she is the cream of the crop right now. And so, how does that play on things? You know, is is Steve resentful because he feels like he needs to compete and be better than her, or is he okay being in her shadow? Do they both feel that they're on the same level? And and so for that reason, and again, like I'm I'm not you know, the, the upper echelon of the industry by any means. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this from, you know, the, the outside looking in and, you know, for me personally, I, I would want balance where at the end of the night, I'm not having to think or, or talk about fitness. I mean, right now I'm in a unique, uh, unique situation where I'm working a lot, just trying to grow my business. So I'm literally like in the industry, you know, 12 plus hours a day, but you know, there are times where literally I even just go to my wife and I'm just like, let's talk about something. I don't even care what it is, just to get my mind off of the industry. So having, you know, a partner where that's that's your entire life. I mean, you're sitting down and and you're talking about what you're eating and the macros and why you're eating it and and the you know specificity of of everything. And you know, it's like you what are said, you training I, today. How long are you gonna be? Like, yeah. Yeah, Are you exactly. sore. like it's just it's just yeah. I mean, I I like enjoy I mean, I'm not I'm not a competitor. So, I'm not 100% you know, clean diet 24/7. If if I want to have some pizza, I'm going to eat some damn pizza. And, and nobody's going to be like, you know, I'm not going to have a coach getting on my ass, "Oh, you you can't eat that. You're in prep." Uh, nope, I'm not a competitor. I don't compete. I don't plan to. I'm going to live life and have fun. You know, do I do I stick to a clean diet for the most part? Absolutely, but if if I want to take my wife and kid out for for ice cream or we go somewhere and and there's food that wouldn't necessarily be on my plate at home, I don't care. I, you know, I'm gonna live my life. It's it's all about moderation, and for me, it's it's family. And and for a lot of these couples that are in the industry, I'm not so sure that it's it's about you know living a. a a fun and entertaining and fulfillful life when everything just revolves around fitness. I mean, that's all you know. You and your partner would know together, and and it's almost like everything would revolve around that. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I I see several couples of um that are in the industry that that were competitors. You know, Micah and Diana. Uh, I mean, they, they're another couple who does extremely well. They go out and, and they do things. They do a lot of charitable work. Um, but, I mean, in, in, for the most part, I would say most relationships probably aren't going to last because there there tends to be that friction and that competitive nature because, let's face it, you're a competitor, so you're out to be the best. And if you see your spouse is, is winning or you know getting more attention than you are, naturally you're competitive. You, you want that spotlight back on you. So I I don't think it's good for a relationship, but that's just me personally. You know, it, it wouldn't be good in my situation and obviously it would work in others. And it has as, as history has proven, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of dating somebody that's heavily into the industry. Like you said, if they want to be fit and and exercise and take care of their body and, and eat healthy, that's one thing. But you know, having somebody who's a competitor and 100% dedicated to their craft, that's that's a completely different level.
0: Yeah, my advice to people in the bodybuilding industry who are really into it, if you if you're looking for a good person to date, I would date someone who's really into an industry that's not bodybuilding. Like really into the political industry or really into, you know – veterinary stuff or really into some sort of science or really in you know what i'm saying so they have that same passion as drive like as you but it's in something totally different so now you have a situation where you probably have a similar personality but you're into totally different things so you you get this this mix of there's just more worldliness there with courtney king and steve cook like those the only time it's going to work so the problem is, and you see this a lot of places, not just in bodybuilding, people will choose mates and date people based on, like, one piece of criteria. It's like a human trait that's, like, one of the things that makes us stupid. Like, a girl will say, I only date guys with tattoos. Like, you're a moron. Or I only date tall guys. Or a girl, a guy will say, I only date girls with brown hair. I only date girls who are short. Like... You're an idiot. Like you you are going to. So you're going to choose who you spend the rest of your life with based on their height or hair color or whether or not they have ink on their skin. Like you're a moron. And I think a lot of times people think I'm just going to date someone. You know, I'm a bodybuilder. I have these abs and I'm obsessed with my body. So I have to date someone who's the same. I have to date a girl who has this big butt and these abs and I have to. It's like, well, Maybe in some way that is good for you, but you're missing like a whole slew of other factors that have to be in place to make a good uh, partner for you, you know? So like, I think that's a lot of it. People think like people in like who are really entrenched in the industry, they feel that they have to be with someone who's also entrenched in the industry. And that's the only criteria they use. Like I I truly believe that guys think, "Oh man, if I could you know, some guy competing in men's physique who places who's placing like top 5 at nationals, like he's really into it, he's planning to go pro. Oh, if I could date one of these fitness or bikini chicks, like it'd be great." Like and like what what do you like just because just because they do the same thing as you? Like it's only one little thing. Like what about their religious beliefs? What about how they what about their political beliefs? What about whether they're clean, they're clean or they're messy? What about you know, there's a, what about their, their their level of empathy towards things? What about their level of drive in other places of their life? What about how they manage money? What about how they how, whether they're ner- like there's just so many other things. Like you can't base a relationship on one thing. And I think a lot of times that's the beginning of a horrible relationship. Just dating someone because they have one quality that you like or you think is the most important, which is just wrong. Now, that's not to say that you can't base who you date on one thing and get lucky and stumble upon somebody. Like, let's say, like, Amanda and Steve might be – I mean, Steve's been through, like, seven industry girls so far. So, I'm not really – don't have a lot of faith in this one. But if he – If, if it works out and they, and they have a, like, maybe he, I mean, that, 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 that is possible. I'm not saying that you, you can't date someone in the industry and have it not work, but don't think that it works because they're in the industry. It works because they work with you. It it wouldn't, I don't think it would matter if that person was into fucking, you know, microbiology, marine biology, or fucking, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't think that that, that's – the fact that they're in the industry is not the the determining factor of what makes you guys a good relationship. And I don't think – if you look at Steve and Amanda, nobody out there should think, oh, they're such a good relationship because they're top competitors. No. That that has nothing to do – I mean it might have a little bit to do with it, but that's not why they will be a good relationship. And the other thing is you can have two people – because we talked about – we just discussed how if, if you're both in the industry, there's too much talk of diet. There's too much talk of, <coughs> excuse me. There's just too much like industry talk. So, but you can have two people in the, in the industry who date each other, who just aren't like that. You know, it's possible that Steve and Amanda are not those type of, those kinds of people. Steve might really be into like training dogs. And then Amanda might be really into co- like, whatever, like, they they could be into other things and not really talk about fitness that much, you know, so that that works for them.
1: And but, it might have changed for them too, though, because now that a man is not really, you know, in the industry in terms of competing, you know, maybe her her mentality and and her interests have shifted slightly. So maybe maybe that helps them out. Right, right. I mean, the the bottom line
0: is. It's a dangerous game to base relationships on one single factor. It's just, it's really, really ridiculous when you think about it. Because, I mean, you're going to, if this person you're going to be living with for 50 years and sharing everything with, if you think for one second that that's going to work just because you have one thing in common... Or you like one thing about them, they're tall, or they have tattoos, or they have a beard. Like, you're a moron. Like, that's insane. Um, but I think, I think a lot of it stems from that. And I think sometimes in our industry, couples like Steve and Amanda, or Steve and uh, Courtney, will often m- make people watching, like fans... It, it just fuels the fire. I need a girl in the industry. I need a girl who understands and stuff. It's like, well, let's say you're dieting for a show. You think a girl who's not eating any carbs and trying to keep this and that and she's stressed out about working out is going to be like, she's going to be more supportive because she understands. Like, sh- that that's nonsense. And people say that a lot. They'll be like, well, yeah, she's a competitor, so she understands what I'm going through. It's like, that wh- – My, my wife understands everything I go through and they're not even related to her life at all. It's because that's why she's my wife. You know what I mean? Like if, if your significant other doesn't understand the things you go through, you're, you're, you're just with the wrong person. She, she doesn't understand the things you go through because she's a competitor. She understands the things you go through because she understands the things you you go through. She's that type of person. She she cares about you enough to understand and be patient. It's not like it's it's not like just because she's a, a fitness athlete, she's gonna be patient with me when I'm being a dick on my diet. Like that's completely untrue. In fact, it's probably more if she can have a fucking a bag of brownies before you get home and act like a dick, you're probably better off than her eating some tilapia and, and worrying about her fucking weight, you know? Like it's it's not it's all this like facade of it's going to be great when I'm with a girl who's into it. And it, when you get into the trenches of that situation, it's really not what you think most of the time.
1: No, it's tough. I mean, like it's it's said so many times. I mean, look, looks fade. So, you know, if you're if you're dating a competitor because of the way that they look, I mean, there, there better be more substance to that person. Otherwise, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road, you're going to look at them totally different. And, and if there's nothing other than their looks that you are attracted to, you're in trouble.
0: Right. Or the fact that they're into working out and dieting, if that's the main thing you're attracted to, I mean, it's just, that's not enough. It's not enough to, it's just not enough. It's like, like, again, it's like a sports analogy. It's like being a basketball player who is a phenomenal ball handler. But you can't shoot, you can't pass, you can't play defense. Doesn't matter. You can be the best ball handler in, in human history. Every NBA guy is gonna dominate you if you can't shoot, you can't pass, you can't play defense, you can't jump. Doesn't doesn't matter. It's the same with a, a, a relationship. If you if you like someone just because they're in the industry, just because of the way they look and the way they train, the way they eat, then you're that's not enough to sustain a relationship. If, if, if even one other thing is off over years and years, that's going to drive you fucking crazy, like Chinese water torture. And you're going to end <laughs> up like Silvio Samuel knocking her out. So like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, speaking of which Silvio is underrated. That guy was a phenomenal bodybuilder. Um, I wish he was still around to be in the two twelve because he'd give flex a run. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, that's, that's, That's how I feel about it um, in my experience. Um, And like you said, there's there's the the whole idea in our industry as well of like, you have to be, when you're dating someone who's not in the industry, you have to be like respectful of their... Like on Valentine's Day, for example, like if they want to like go out to eat or something, you have to be respectful of their... Like they, they deal with you eating fucking chicken and broccoli all day, every day, every day of the year. Like you have to be able to go out and eat some chocolate and stuff for them. You know what I'm saying? If they want that, I just feel like, I feel like you owe it to them to do that. If, you know, once in a while, it's just, I don't know. There's something like, I don't know if other people feel this, but I feel like if you go out to eat with your wife. On on Valentine's Day, and you get like steak and broccoli, and you tell them to I want the steak dry, I want the broccoli dry, and she's getting all this good food. It's not that experience. I don't care what anyone says. That experience is not the same as if you both just get all the foods you love and indulge in good food. It's not the same. the The latter is is ends up being way more fun. Um, so. Just, I just think when you are in a relationship, don't act like your physique or your goals in bodybuilding or fitness are more important than your relationship. It's just, you got to avoid doing that because it's very easy to project the idea to your significant other that your personal goals and fitness and shit are more important than the relationship itself, which, to my in my opinion, if that's the case, you should leave her. <laughs> like, if if your fucking abs are more important than your relationship, your relationship fucking blows. So, you know, I I think that's another thing we wanted to touch on, just the fact that you gotta allow time for your wife or husband or whatever, um to kind of have fun with them and not and, uh, let it go occasionally. So you can kind of, you know, be on their level. Yeah, it's I not mean, like, we... it's not like they're asking you to, you know what I mean? It's not like, I don't know if, if they want, if you want them to go to the gym with you because you, you don't want to go alone or whatever. I'm sure they would do that for you, you know? So it's, it's a trade off.
1: When we started talking about this before the show, um, you know, I thought about, you know, personal situations with, with myself. And obviously I was never a, a competitive bodybuilder by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, back when I was in college, I I lived that lifestyle. You know, I, I carried around my Tupperware. If I was going to a a family event where they were having food that, that I wasn't, you know, supposed to be eating, I would bring my own food. And and it finally got to the point where I was just kind of like, why why am I doing this? I'm never gonna be a competitive bodybuilder. What what does it matter if I have, you know, a couple slices of pizza, if that's what we're having at at a friend's house or a family member's house? Like and and that's that's literally what bodybuilders go through. It's like they cut out everything from their life and, and almost become a hermit to the point where the only thing that matters to them is is their training, their rest and and their food. And you know, that's no way to live if you have a family. And, and that carries over into a lot of things. I mean, you can look at it from, um, let's say, a business standpoint where you're a business owner. And yeah, you might have long days and long nights where you're stuck in the office working on projects, hitting deadlines where, you know, you might miss dinner or, or you might miss, you know, something with your family, maybe a kid's uh, basketball game or soccer game or baseball game, T ball, whatever. And, you know, there are exceptions where you're going to have to do that, whether it's for, you know, a bodybuilding competition or a show or a business that, you know, you're trying to get off the ground or, or a big contract you're trying to sign and, and that's okay. But when you turn that into your new life and you hold that over, you know, your family, then, you know, you have your priorities all messed up. And, and, you know, for that reason, it's, it's especially important is even on Valentine's Day to to make an extra effort to to show your family, show your spouse, um, you know, show your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever that, that you do care, that hey, look, you know, today is dedicated to to that person and, you know, right. the, our relationship and you know, you turn off your phone, you you don't check your emails, you just kind of shut everything out and enjoy the company. And, and unfortunately a lot of people, they only use that, that one day, Valentine's day to, to focus on that individual. And, you know, a lot of people have issues with Valentine's day itself, where a lot of couples are like, why do I have to dedicate just one day to, you know, truly paying attention to your significant other and making them feel special and important. Like that, that should be a daily occurrence if, if you're in a relationship that, that both of you are committed to, but you know, just, just getting back to the whole, you know, competitor or business owner where you're always focused on something other than really, you know, family, you have to have balance. You have to have balance. I mean, if, if you can't give to your spouse, your significant other, what you kind of expect from them, then it's a one way street and and you're going to end up walking that, that road alone.
0: Yeah. It's just, I mean, you can't be, um, you can't be too selfish. Now, a lot of guys say being selfish is one of the keys to, to, you know, being a successful bodybuilder, which I guess that's true, but it's, you have to make decisions. Like you have to be, if you're going to be that selfish, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship or maybe you should be in a relationship where you, whoever you are with just doesn't Doesn't mind how you act, but if they do, and you care about them enough to stay with them, you have to you have to adjust. Like if you if your wife or girlfriend really wants to see a new movie coming out and she's like had her heart set on it and really wants to go with you, but you have it's Monday and it's chess Day and you're like oh I gotta train I can't go like you're kind of a douchebag like what do you like well, what would you say if she did that to you, like, in the same way, you know? Like, is your fucking one chest workout really important than making your girlfriend very happy for a night? Like, I don't know. Like, that's just... I'll lose my gains, bro. Yeah, like, it's just... Come on, now. <laughs> like, train two body parts the next day, you fucking queer. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, um... I thought that was a good discussion, so... We're gonna actually move right into our showstopper now, just because, uh... I have to go to a meeting here pretty soon, and... We don't have a ton of time, but I'm going to go with um, Don Long being busted for steroid possession. Uh, Yeah, I saw this on um, RX Muscle and apparently, according to Dave, when this sort of shit happens, the media likes to um, embellish the... the the fines and the time they may spend in prison because there was shit on there. that said like $500,000 fine, 10 years in prison. Like, yeah. And, um, Dave said that's virtually impossible. He said, don't be surprised if he spends no time in prison and he's not paying no half million dollars either, but that's media one-on-one. I mean, it's all lies and, you know, smoking mirrors. Uh, but I would say it's just kind of crazy to me how, the, the one thing I think of when this stuff happens is just, I mean, Lee and I talked about a screenplay we want to do where there, the, there's like different human levels where there's a, a group of human beings on a different planet that are like the super intelligent humans and all the ones that don't make the cut are sent to earth. Just to exist together. And we're all the idiot ones. And this is something that like. Those other humans from another planet. Would look down at us and laugh. And be like look at these fucking morons. Like because. We have so many laws. And regulations. That are completely. On. Un... They don't have any sort of logical. Reasoning behind them at all. Like, it is impossible, impossible to um, make the argument that, or to explain, to logically explain why I can literally walk across the street right now to the liquor store and buy seven gallons of Jack Daniels, but if I have steroids in my house, I go to prison. Besides that, well, they're illegal. Like, but in other words, how can alcohol be completely okay and then steroids be a felony? Like, There's no way to explain that with logic. It's impossible. Every single person with any sort of brain activity knows that alcohol is worse in every single possible way. If you had to categorize, cataract how do I say that word? categorize categorize there we go if you had to categorize each negative thing that can happen from a drug like from a psychology or pharmacology standpoint all the different things drugs can do that across the board alcohol is way worse for everything but it's not only okay it's fucking celebrated and obsessed over but that all oh, steroids, Don Long has steroids. A law-abiding citizen who's not bothering anybody is, is going to jail because of a substance that's never been, like, it, it's never, it's never been involved in anything bad. Like, in reality, I mean, sometimes the media can, like, say, oh, uh, Chris Benoit killed his family because of steroids, which was just, it's just untrue. I mean, it's, it's that's a lie. His, his hormone levels weren't even above normal range, not to mention he had every medication you could fucking imagine in his house at the time, drugged up to capacity, well, with steroids, you know, like, steroids never kill or harm anyone, like, yeah, no shit, they're bad on your organs and shit, but so is everything else, so is ibuprofen, so is all the medications every American is on, all these fucking, um, these cholesterol meds and shit are all just as toxic as steroids like it's just crazy to me that we live in a society we're supposed to be the most intelligent creatures in in the known fucking you know creation and we have these fucking laws like this like it really is insane to me how you can have a fucking guy go to jail over steroids but i can have a 10 gallons of jack daniels in my house and people are like oh cool dude like what is that it's the same fucking thing where if I'm in if I'm in a Tahoe driving down the street without a seatbelt I get a ticket but I can drive around on my crotch rocket and I don't get a ticket like that's insane like if you can think about it if there was a superior race you know, looking down on us, that's type, they'd be like, "What? Well, look at these morons, like, they can ride this fucking 200 mile an hour bike around that weighs 300 pounds, and that's completely legal, and people die on them 100 times a day, I know three kids who have died on crotch rockets, I'm only 30 years old, that's fine, but make sure you wear your seatbelt inside your, uh, fucking Ford Explorer, like, it's stuff like that that totally irks me, it's like, who, like, who, who's, who like makes up these laws and who says they're okay? Like, I mean, a lot of it's money-making bullshit, but you know, and marijuana goes in the same fucking category. Like how you have these people who think like people still argue that marijuana is worse for you than alcohol. And it's not even like, how can you say that? That's like saying unicorns are faster than bears. Unicorns have never, you've never even seen one. You've never seen any, like, people have, I mean, who's experienced, like, negative hardship because of marijuana? Like, nobody has. You might have a guy who's a stoner and he kind of slacks around at home and doesn't really, like, yeah, but that's not, who cares? That's his choice. Alcohol, it's like drunk driving, domestic abuse, liver cancer, all this shit, and it's like, who, how can you make an argument there? Like, you're a moron. Like, you've never even experienced or known anyone who's experienced any real negativity from marijuana. And then there's just story after story, after story example, after example of alcohol being so bad. And it's like, and I'm just using alcohol. Cause it's the easiest one. It's the most obvious one, but it's, it, it, I mean, the, everything runs the gamut, like the drugs that, you know, people <clears throat> that the doctors give, it's just crazy how people are okay with like complete, tomfoolery when it comes to our laws they just they they're so illogical at times like with this like how can you you just cannot justify sending Don Long to jail because he has steroids when you have guys drinking a gallon of Jack Daniels and beating up their wives and driving their cars around like how can you how can anyone be okay with that it's it's insane to me it really is
1: well here's what here's what pisses me off more than anything I mean we're talking about uh, you know, uh, a steroid ring here and, and a bust. I mean, we're not talking about drug trafficking that you know is is killing people. You know, it's it's plaguing our youth. It's it's you know hurting our cities. We're talking about steroids that that haven't done a fraction of the things that that drugs have done. I mean here's here's something that the American people should be more pissed off about than anything. I mean they they had their own little calling for this which was Operation Total Package. Now now get this and and I'm going to read exactly who all was involved in this. And and if you don't think that this isn't coming from our tax dollars, you're you're fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. So it was the DEA the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement's Homeland Security Investigations, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, the Jacksonville Beach Police Department, the Green Cove Springs Police Department, the Internal Revenue Service, Criminal Investigation, and the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency. What, what, who, who the fuck do you think is funding this? We are. Right. I mean yep. really this this is where our tax dollars are going for something as as I'm not gonna say as silly because it it, it is uh technically illegal but don't we have b- you know bigger things that we should be worrying about like drugs mm-hmm. coming in from from Mexico or other you know offshore areas like we're worried about steroids that's that is our concern are are you kidding me right now yeah I don't know where the like what is I don't know what who, who the government's.
0: This? Well, yeah. What's the government's angle on this? Like, what are they getting? There must be some financial kickback or something involved with spending millions upon millions of dollars to bust steroid users. Like, there must be some sort of, like, it can't just be all the old floppy guys wanting to. I don't. I don't understand it. Like, what is the? Like, I understand marijuana. Like, marijuana goes into a whole bunch of shit. You have like. Like hemp farming can basically destroy a bunch of industries, uh, so they don't want that to happen. But it can also hinder. It can also replace a lot of prescription drugs. They don't want that to happen. So that makes sense. But I guess I guess steroids could be in the prescription drug uh, vein. Um, That's because obviously the pharmaceutical industries and the government are in bed together, whether or not you like to believe it. it. It's just I don't see. I don't see the positive side to the government, like for them, like obviously from our perspective, it's just complete, just foolishness, but I don't see how they're benefiting from that even because with steroids, it's like, it's just not that big of a deal. So I don't know. I don't know why they put so much stock in stopping it. Uh, cause I feel like not only does it totally screw people over who shouldn't be screwed over, but, and it's a total waste of money. Like you said, I don't see what they're getting out of it. Like, I don't see how that has a lot of kickback or anything.
1: I just don't get it. Like, what? What is the purpose? You know, is there something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about? You know, is it you know money laundering? What is it? I mean, you're talking about a guy who was a a pro bodybuilder and a prep coach getting busted for steroids. Well, I hate to bust your bubble, government, but. Look at our entire freaking industry. You think you know Phil Heath got that big naturally? You, you think Jay Cutler got that big naturally? Yeah, they're genetic freaks. But you know, let's not fool ourselves. It's it's ridiculous to think that you know people these days aren't using that. I mean, look at all the good that that anabolics and and you know steroids and all that has done. For people. I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, post-op when they're out of surgeries and and they're using steroids to to help with the recovery process. Or you're sick and and you get certain steroids to. Obviously, we're talking about different steroids at that point, but steroids nonetheless that that right. help you beat, uh, you know, whatever infection that you might have. We're, we're talking about something completely different here that. That has more of, of an upswing than than any negative consequences that, that could happen. You know, could you potentially, uh, you know, in, inject in the wrong area and, and do something detrimental to your health? Absolutely. Uh, could you have, a, you know, an air bubble in in, in your uh, vial and all of a sudden you're injecting and you hit a, you know, one of your blood vessels and boom, you know, you end up dead. I mean, yeah, there there are risks for everything. But well, that second when, example is like getting crushed
0: by a fucking vending machine.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, the the chances of something bad happening yeah. are are very slim, right. and and I, I just don't understand why why we're spending and so much only time and yourself. money. Exactly. We're 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 not <laughs> Yeah, it's not like I'm saying, "Hey man, you want to come over for a steroid party party we're, we're all going to, you know, inject each other or something ridiculous." Right. But, you know, yet we have parties that are alcohol-driven or, you know, pot-driven or drug-driven. It, it just blows my mind. Like, we're we're focused on steroids. Like, I don't what benefit are we getting out of this? What, you know, what negative side effect of society is is taking place because people are you know selling or using steroids versus heroin or crack cocaine you know or even down to the levels of alcohol and marijuana and i mean the government is now you know allowing marijuana to to be legalized in some states so you know what exactly is is that doing when marijuana impairs people it it gives them a high it's a drug but yet steroids that doesn't give any type of um you know, cognitive change after, you know, taking or injecting, it it does nothing. So I don't understand what what the purpose is with spending tax dollars to go after these, uh, you know, steroid rings that that are distributing out to people who, quite frankly, are using them to help their physique and their body and their health.
0: Right. I think a lot of the reason, uh, I'll end it with this, I think a lot of the reasons that people, they get away with it's just simple brainwashing. I mean, we we all remember um, Reefer Madness. I mean, it's just, that's what the government's doing now with steroids. Because, you know, if you asked, I make it sound completely foolish that anyone will be okay with this bus. But in reality, if you ask most average Americans, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll that guy. Steroids are dangerous. Because they're fucking brainwashed. You know, like I, it's the whole thing. I said this on the first podcast I ever did. I interviewed Carl Lenore. Terrible, terrible show. I didn't know what I was doing. But I was, I said, people in America will watch the news. It'll say, there are flying horses flying over your city right now. And people will pick up the phone and tell their friends that there are flying horses without looking out the window to see if there actually are. They trust like word of mouth without having any real example of it, like, somebody will bring up steroids and be like, oh, I heard that steroids shrink your penis, I heard that steroids do this, like, do you, have you ever seen any example of any of that in your whole life, like, you, like, that, that shit bothers me when people, they hear things on the news or on the media, and they take them for fact, even though it, they've never even it's it's they've never even experienced it ever or they don't even know anyone who's experienced it like when have you ever seen someone take steroids and freak out and kill people like you've never ever ever experienced that like you don't even know like what what do you like steroids are everywhere P- people take them in every city in huge amounts everywhere but you have never ever in your life come across a situation where steroids cause some sort of horrible effect to happen and but despite that despite steroids completely avoiding those sort of sort of situations people still regurgitate this nonsense about them like they do this i heard they do that i heard guys on them do this and this and that it's like well where 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 was that happening show me the proof of that like don't you people think about anything like what it doesn't ever happen you've never experienced that you don't even know anyone has experienced that yet you totally believe it like it happens all the time if it happens all the time it's like people who say they don't eat at mcdonald's well they sell more food than any other restaurant ever so someone's eating there like it's one of those things like what what why don't you why don't aren't you curious as to why if steroids do all these things aren't you curious as to why you never see them actually happen or you never know anyone that would happen to like it's it's crazy to me that people don't they just listen to what they hear and they believe it without any sort of same with marijuana if you people think marijuana is so bad it's like can you give me one example in your life where marijuana did anything detrimental to anyone you've ever known and they'd be like "Mm, not really it's like well then how how can it be so bad then if there's zero examples of it being bad Outside of a fucking movie that says it's bad, you know, it's like, it's crazy. It, it's, and that's, that's kind of what allows it to continue the whole, and we're still dealing with for Madness and people, these polls saying, people are saying that alcohol or marijuana is as bad as alcohol and everything. It's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Same with steroids, you know, it's just, it's just the ultra efficient brainwashing of the government and the media to make people think things that are completely, that are fairy tales. It's like being scared of terrorism. When you've never, ever experienced terrorism in your entire life, you never will. You've never known anyone who's experienced terrorism. You've never known anyone who knows anyone who's experienced terrorism, but you're fucking afraid of it and you want them to die. Like it's, it's fake shit made up by the fucking government to like get you to believe things, even though, there's no logical reason for you to believe them at all, besides what some person's saying out of a fucking plastic box on your counter. Like, it, it's it's crazy. It's, it's you know, pure brainwashing to me. But uh, with that little rant, uh, we're going to end it here. Oh, shit, I'm already late. So um, we both have places to be. It's a busy day. Uh, check out IronMagLabs.com. Uh, use coupon code... Jeff 15 G E O F F one five for 15% off at checkout. You can also use that coupon code at IronMagresearch.com for the best research chemicals and peptides on the market. Iron magazine.com is where this show is up. It's also on iTunes. Um, our articles, I actually wrote one about if it fits your macros yesterday,
1: good article, Um, read it. Um, he already posted it. Yeah, it's up. I read it yesterday.
0: It's really good. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, yeah, check out Matt's articles. He's got a ton of stuff over there. And um, that's it. That's all I got. Any final words, Matt?
1: No. I I hope everybody had a a happy Valentine's Day since it's going to pass by the time you guys listen to this. So hope you had a good day and and you and your family enjoyed it. Yep. Likewise. Happy belated Valentine's Day to everyone. Uh,
0: For Matt Wyke, I am Jeff Roberts. We are out of here.